0: Welcome to The Spark Podcast.
1: I'm Joe. And I'm Edwin.
0: And joining us on today's episode is a digital creator from New York, fitness connoisseur, and an amazing runner, the one, the only, Chris Chung. This yoked individual. What's going on, Chris?
2: <laughs> Thank you so much for the intro. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, how, how's your day going, bro? It's good. Got a good day of training in. Uh, went to work. Came back, ate some dinner, and now we're here chatting. So,
0: yeah, that's pretty Good. cool. Yeah. All right. So, let's get down to these questions. Like, uh, so, yeah. tell the listeners a, a little bit about yourself so that they can get better acquainted with you.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, my name's Chris. My page pretty much started with just a lot of um, fitness and, and running content. And it's just something I'm super passionate about. And I just wanted to share um, with the whole community, I think. Um, you know, I, I was kind of doing it on my personal page and a lot of the times like my friends would just be like not really interested in it (laughs) so yeah so I finally like went public with my page about like a year and a half ago and it kind of just took off just seeing like so many people within the community just like really being able to relate to them and, and just having the same interests so um that's how that came about me personally I mean i I'm not an athlete full time. I work in design. Um, I design like kitchen tools and gadgets for a living. Nice. Uh, and so that's kind of like how I make my money to buy my shoes, my gear. <laughs> you know, you know how it is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Sure. You know, that's kind of who I am.
0: But that's yeah. cool, man. Look, so how, how old are you?
2: Just turned 36. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so
0: we're like in the same realm of yeah. age.
2: It's hard to tell with Asians, right?
0: Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like we don't age, but like we age, and yeah, there's like yeah. this threshold where like we're all Asian and we're, we're we all have this young point, and then all of a sudden we just turn into straight up uncles.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Ed? Yeah, man. When you get that little hair growing out of a mole, that's <laughs> that's when it's over, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're not keeping up with the shaving and everything.
1: So. Yeah,
0: man. <laughs> so where where did you originally grow up? Did you originally grow up in New York?
2: Yeah, I grew up in Long Island and then I moved out to Queens for a few years and then ended up coming back to Long Island. So I've been pretty much here my whole life. I was up at school in Rochester for a little bit, just hated it up there. It was mm-hmm. just like always cold in the winter times. So made my way back down uh, closer to family. So I've been pretty much here my whole
0: life. Oh, that's pretty cool, man. I love New York. I love the city. Yeah, uh, I think the last time I was there was in 2013. Oh wow! And there's just cer- this certain energy in in New York that oh for sure a lot of cities. You can do
2: up for another trip then.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, we were talking to Carlette and she was trying to egg us on to get up get up there. So
2: yeah,
1: I think we're due, right, Ed? Yeah. So I'm more of a suburb guy. <laughs> 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 so, I could probably do New York for maybe a day or two, but then yeah. I, I think I'll get like cla- claustrophobic or something, man. So I'm just something about a lot of people around me, and just um, I feel like confined or something. But maybe. no, I
2: feel the same way. That's why I'm out here in the suburbs. I mean, so if you ever visit, just come out here for a run. All right. Yeah. Up the beaches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It looks definitely. like there's
1: actually room out there in some of the videos yeah. you post when you're running. Yeah. So, you're not in the city. So, definitely
2: yeah
1: yeah I mean, that's cool, man.
2: yeah like Jonathan was saying, though, there's a certain energy when I am running in the city, it's just like you feel it, especially when you're running in like the middle of the streets with the cars <laughs> around you. It's like you're like racing them down the streets, you oh, know you're the lights out it's It's a different type of energy, but like you said, i I'm not there every day, so you know, I kind of enjoy the space out here,
0: yeah. so let's let's go back to your digital content creating. So yeah, when I was, actually on Instagram, I was searching for different types of exercises and, and, and things of that nature during the pandemic. And that's yep. when I stumbled across your, your page spark is a, a group run club. And yep. a lot of my friends, they they go and they're like, Hey, have you, um, do you follow this guy named C Chungy? I was like, no, who the heck is that? And <laughs> and she, I, I, I found you. And I was like, Oh man, I got, I got to stick to all these workouts and stuff like that. And so, <laughs> When when I was searching for all those, I I discovered that you were also a runner. How long have you been running?
2: I think I've been running more seriously for about I would say like five years now, five, six years now. I mean, I always kind of just ran here and there just because of sports, but never really enjoyed it. So yeah. Seriously racing. I would I would say racing for the past four to five years and, and, and running for like the past five or six years.
1: So this is what I like to ask people sometimes. Do you train to run or do you run to train?
2: Oh, that's a tough one. I don't know. It's so, so hard as like a hybrid athlete. Cause uh, if there's a certain race in mind, I'll start training a specific way or kind of cutting back on the weightlifting a little bit. Um, Especially on like taper weeks. Like those are important to me. Uh, It's huge for me to like kind of cut back on the lifting on those taper weeks. And other than that, I just pretty much keep like the same regimen every single week. Um, You know, I'm not marathon training or anything. So it's, you know, I'm not putting in crazy volume running. So I think, you know, it's very small adjustments either way. So, you know, I can't really pick one or the other.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think um, for me, I think it was more so, I started out more of just like training. And then i found the love for running so now i'm adjusting my training to help me run better so um okay. no but i think a lot of your exercises like um like today i have to prep for this interview i did some of your, yeah. your exercise Some uh, it was the one about those i think it was your race week leg exercises where you did like the yeah. single leg rdl into the yeah. the lunge thrust bro, my legs are burning right now, <laughs> but no, like, um, no, so they're very, really functional exercises and, and definitely yeah. good for you. So, um, so I'll definitely be looking at some more of your exercises for sure. Yeah. Um,
2: a, lot of, a lot of that's just like compound. I, I try to incorporate a lot of compound movements. So your mm-hmm. core is like fired up. I mean, your whole body's kind of fired up. Um, you know, so you're not really wasting time trying to train one muscle group at a time. Mm -hmm. and especially i think it applies to runners and athletes in general you know it's very functional
1: it makes sense because why do you train (laughs) that's not going to help you out (laughs) in everyday life right for sure um but yeah i was like reading one of your um either one of your posts or your stories where like you get asked a lot like hey do you do the same exercises you know over and over and i think for the most part you said you do because that's the only thing that remains consistent in your life right is your exercises And um, everything else is inconsistent, whether it's, you know, your job or um, life, yeah. it's just, you know, comes at you. So yeah. um, can you elaborate on that a lot? Because you, you don't mean you do like the same exercises on the same days, the same reps. Um, do you switch that up or, or are you really just doing the same exercises all the time?
2: Yeah, let me get into that a little bit. I mean, I think to elaborate a little more on being on that consistency part, I think it's very important to kind of control what you can control. And that, for me, is working out, running, and being active. Um, you know, putting the right thing into your body, eating, recovering, all that stuff. Um, I think there's going to be days where, like, life just happens, and you just can't. You know, you can't go to the gym, or you can't get that run in. And I think it's going to suck because there's going to be a day where you could have done it, and you just didn't feel like it. And then the next day you might you know something comes up and that's where the inconsistency comes in where like just life happens and you can't do it and then you just get lazy you don't want to do it so i think that for me is like a big thing just like not taking each training day for granted and just being able to kind of go after it even even on the days where you just feel like crap and you just don't want to do anything you know so and then as for the workouts i mean it's pretty structured for me i'm pretty much I am doing very similar um, exercises, reps, sets, pretty much every single week, week to week. I change up, you know, the intensity, like how much time I rest between, sometimes how much weight I'm using. So very small tweaks. And I think, you know, that has kind of worked for me, not, not having to do like any major changes in my regimen you know and then every so often i take a deload week let my body recover and then i kind of jump back all into it all
0: you yeah. recently ran the brooklyn half marathon right
2: yes that was my uh first half official half marathon
0: yeah and i was looking at another post and you straight up just crushed that mar- that half marathon <laughs> yeah man
2: <laughs> thank you thank you
0: i don't think I mean, i'm
2: sure there's tons of faster runners than me but um i was really happy with that being my first half marathon and the results kind of got from that so it was super
1: you messed yourself up now because now you gotta go do better next time
2: i know (laughs) i mean i i know i could do it i think the the race conditions that day were not perfect which a lot of people were saying a lot of people like cramped up that day a lot of people kind of pulled back a little bit on their pace I think it was 100% humidity that day. Oh, Oh, boy. You know, one person had actually passed away from the race.
1: There was goodness.
2: People got hospitalized. So it was some tough conditions. And, you know, I felt really good that day. And so I know I have more in me. So I'm excited to find that next half marathon and train for that. So
0: is that your ideal course? How it's so tell tell us a little bit about the course. I mean, was it hilly or was it a little flat or?
2: Yeah, I mean, it was a really ideal course to especially negative split on. Um, It pretty much started off like close to Brooklyn Museum and it looped Prospect Park, which is, you know, most people consider that hilly. Um, I think for New York standards, it's hilly because New York's so flat. Um, But when I got on the hills and, you know, after I had a taper week, the hills actually felt really like, like really small, like little bumps almost they weren't that big um and then pretty much at the halfway point it shoots you down ocean parkway towards coney island
1: Ah. so pretty much
2: at like mile six it shoots you down this like very steep like on ramp onto the highway which kind of gives you like a nice boost and then you're pretty much just cruising flat or even downhill all the way to the finish at that point yeah um, the only struggle there, it's like on Ocean Parkway, it's like just totally empty. It's open. Mm-hmm. So there's not many crowds. Um, so you kind of just have to like be in a zone and kind of just crank it out at that point. But it feels great. Like once you get out of Prospect Park, you're just like flying.
0: You've recently ran another race too, right? The Shelter yeah. Island. Is that
2: right? The 10K. Where's
0: Shelter Island? I've never heard of that.
2: No, I don't know. You say your geography is not great, but uh, (laughs) Long Island's like set up like all the way out on the east where it kind of gets out to the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. Long Island kind of forks out. There's like a North Fork, um, which is like where all the wineries are. Then there's like the South Fork, which, which is like where the Hamptons are. It goes to Montauk. So between that, there's like a tiny little island called Shelter Island. Um, and you got to take a ferry onto it. Super cool little island. Very fun race. It's got its own little community out there. Um, and so that was like I did that last year, and I did terribly. Like the humidity and the heat got to me the first time I did it. So this year, like I was like ready for it, um, and got another PR.
0: Yeah, oh, no. you crushed too because I was looking at <laughs> your time, and you finished it in about like forty minutes at six twenty-seven. Yeah.
2: Oh, gracious! I like. How- <laughs> Yeah, 627. Obviously, like whenever you run a course, it runs you a little long. So I think on my watch I got like 625, but it ended up, you know, official time was 627 piece. Yeah so close to it, a man. sub 40. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going in for that sub 40 next time. <laughs> no, that's yeah, you'll <laughs> that's get awesome. it, bro. Yeah, yeah so you definitely get it.
1: Did you follow any sort of training plan for the, the half or for the 10k <laughs> or did you just do your own thing?
2: I found something, you know, on, on the half, I found something online. That I used as like a guideline, but I still wanted to maintain like a lot of my lifting schedule, you know? And so I make a lot of tweaks to, to how I train. Like a lot of people will do their long runs on like a Saturday or Sunday. I started doing mine on like a Wednesday. Cause that was kind of like my off day from lifting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. kind of like my body just felt better on a Wednesday. So I started doing my long runs in the middle of the week and then, so that was kind of like how my training was. And I kind of built up to a 14 mile long run two weeks before, and then kind of tapered down after that for my half marathon. So yeah, that was, that was pretty much it. And then I think I had about three, three and a half weeks to my 10 K. Um, so I knew I had the, like my, like my base there, you know, I had my fitness there. I just needed Mm -hmm. to get the speed in, so, you know, my body was feeling tired, so I threw in a few speed sessions, didn't go too crazy, just like one speed session a week, um, just to get the legs used to running a little faster. And then, you know, I just had fun with it on this 10K, I think, you know, I don't want to put too much pressure on myself because I didn't put that many weeks of training into it. Um, so, you know, I don't want to put that pressure on myself.
0: What do you typically race in as far as like your apparel?
2: I would say... Like, mostly Aeroswift, Nike. Um, Just keep it light, especially in the summer summer races. Um, Definitely been getting into the half tights. Oh, Um, yeah. Yeah, those have been feeling great. Like, it just honestly feels like you're wearing nothing on the bottom. Nice. (laughs) Yeah, and then the new ones have, like, little gel pockets in the back.
0: Oh, sweet.
2: Perfect for, like, half marathons. And then I would say... Vaporfly next, per, uh, next percent version mm-hmm. twos. Those are like my go-to ratios. Like the Alpha Flies never worked for me. Mm. I always had issues with them. Yeah, so I, a yeah, I had a, <laughs> i had to drop them from the rotation. I was unhappy about it, but you know vaporflies has been working for me. I get a better feel on those. So
0: yeah, it's funny because I just purchased some Nike Alpha Flies, and this is the second time I'm gonna give it another go. Okay. Um, and while I was on the Nike site, I I scroll to the bottom, and I see <laughs> Chris Chung.
2: I was like, what, "What? What are you doing there? <laughs> oh yeah, it's like the social media, like on what people are wearing with the shoes and you know all that stuff. So That's I actually had cool. a guy in the city. I went to one race race out there, and some guys like, "I know you." Like, I I definitely I seen you on the Nike site. That's what it is. I definitely seen you on the Nike site. Um, so I was like, "Yeah, I'm on there."
1: <laughs> That's cool, man. They yeah. they need to sponsor you or something, man. You're no, like, I
2: need to. I need to pick up. I, you know, I've gotten things here and there. I've got put in a race with Nike before. Um, oh, nice. I need that official official sponsorship. Waiting for it one day.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, so do you rock Nike only, or do you branch out? Because Joe and I, and a lot of guys we run with, we uh, we're just shoe lovers to begin with so like before even running we would collect but like after getting into running it's just like whoa they make shoes for recovery they make shoes for races they make shoes for yeah so like
2: shoes yeah yeah
1: so do you try out different things or or you strictly Um, just nike
2: for running right now i'm like strictly nike i just like the the balance of like style and performance I think, you know, like you got, you have shoes out there, you have brands out there that have great performance, but like they look like grandpa shoes. <laughs> and I'm just like, not about that, you know? So, yeah, I got to make sure I look good when I run. Yeah. You know, it makes you feel better. You run better, I think, you know, that's like right. I always get that mentality.
0: You look good, play
1: good, right?
2: Yeah. So, you know, you got to act the part. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> that's
1: right. so you race shoes, the vapor flies. So, what's your everyday, yes. everyday shoe? Streak flies?
2: streak flies I've been actually running on some easy days and people are like super shocked but Mm -hmm. I've been finding out like more and more people are using those on their easy days it's super the low stack height is like super refreshing
1: Mm
2: -hmm. you know there's so many like super shoes out there like like I ran in the invincibles um and the foam is like super thick it's super comfortable but like just having having the streak flies on like an easy day is just like it feels different. You know, it's like, it's like driving like a manual car. Like you kind of have control like mm. of what, like of your legs almost, you know, like the vapor flies, your legs just want to go fast, like all the time.
0: Yep. Oh yeah. And
2: sometimes like once you get going on that pace, like your legs are not stopping until they like fall off, you know, like whereas the streak fly, you like, you really have to like control it. You know, you, it's like you, you're, you're running it, you know, it's not running you. So that's what I like about it. It's very refreshing
0: yeah i do the same thing on with the nike streak flies i use my easy days and sometimes i pick up and maybe hit a threshold or a tempo with streak flies but normally I just, i'm just throwing on it the streak fly just to you know get a nice easy easy run yeah. in
2: yeah it's yeah. very nice and then do some strides in them after just to mm-hmm. pick up some speed and it feels great
1: yeah, I had to get used to the street flies because I was running in invincibles a lot, and then putting on the street flies is like whoa! Oh, yeah, I can yeah. actually I'm so low to the ground, and yeah. at first I didn't like them, and then um I tried them again, and now it's like a really yeah. really comfortable lightweight shoe that yeah, like you said, you got a lot of control over them, so they yeah. they do feel different.
0: Yeah. Do you run with like a run club or anything out there, or uh,
2: not in Long Island? Sometimes okay. when I go into the city, I'll link up with different run clubs. Just depending on like what they have going on, like one of them that I've been hanging with is like GFTC, which is Goldfinger Track Club. They're based in Brooklyn, and like I know Tracksmith has done some stuff out in the city. Old Man Run Club, what else? There's like ton out there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're always they're always throwing events. Like like one of the clubs, they always do like a, a run to the beach. That's always fun. They'll do like a fourteen to seventeen miler with like bag check. So that's always fun to get out there and kind of do one of those long runs. You know? And do
0: you have uh, like a certain friends or a certain crew that you just run out with? And how, how important that is, is that to you? Like as it's-
2: I mean, I've done mostly solo runs, okay. which is tough. You know, like you really have to have a certain amount of like motivation to kind of really get out there on your own. Yeah. Um, and kind of hold certain paces on your own. I mostly do that um i did have a few friends that i was running with and they're all in the military so they're like they all got shipped out oh, like
0: man. Oh, and man. i was
2: getting like a consistent amount of running in with them and then like they were like very close to my pace too like we we're all in the same pace nice and then like they all got deployed and i was just like all right back to solo right so i got a taste of it and it was nice but you know the good thing about running solo is like you just kind of work on your own schedule
0: yeah you know? definitely you just go out there put your shoes on and just go yeah we have this core value at at spark and if you don't know what spark it stands for it means support propel achieve run club basically and one of these values is um beauty of diversity and and to us it means that whatever skin color uh, culture background you're you're welcome at spark anytime um and we were talking to Kafuzi. And he mentioned that there's only so much he can do to change about change his appearance because he had the same issues with the diversity and culture and everything. Yeah. Um, but he's had to work twice as hard to get where he is and, and whether it's the miles that he puts in in regards to the speed or like or anything else that he does. So I was the only way that I kind of know you is from Instagram. And one of these posts that you I guess somebody posted and it was a bio. And there's one statement and it reads, when it comes to racism slash stereotypes, Chris felt that there were times where people judged him by making comparisons to him in a professional athlete, mostly based on his looks. It doesn't help when many people don't see an Asian person playing professionally in the most watched sports. So back to one of our core values, um, beauty of diversity so what does beauty of diversity mean to you
2: yeah i mean i think at its core at its whole like it's it is like not judging a person by their skin color or their background and just kind of taking it for face value Um, especially in sports you know like it's so easy to make a prejudgment on somebody based on like you know like all those things the skin color or the background instead of just seeing for what they are, what their skills are. You know? Um, I think that's a a very big issue that, that we see in pro sports and also just even like within the community, you know, Mm -hmm. growing up, like playing basketball, you know, playing a pickup game, you know, like if you're, if you're Asian going into a park, like you're always like the last person getting picked. That's true. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um,
2: so that's like an automatic assumption, right? And so that diversity rolls into inclusion. Um, and then when we talk about more of like the niche of of running, um, including everyone also like as a runner too, you know, of all all paces. Like I hear it from my friends all the time. Like, like I'm not going to go run with you because I can't go as fast as you. Like even something small like that. like And I'll just be like, you know what? Like I'm not even running fast today. Like I'll slow down. Like, I just want to go on a run and have a conversation on this run. You know, like, I just want yeah. this to be conversational pace. Like I'll go down to like 10 to 13 minute mile, you know, like it's just chill. It's my easy day. Um, So I think it's, it comes down to that inclusion because people kind of get scared away. You know, they always think everyone takes everything so seriously. And when it comes down to it as a sport, you know, I think sports, are like a huge platform to kind of get people together. Oh, yeah. um, and I don't like seeing it in the past and how it is even is now where people still use it to kind of create a division at times, you know, and, and judgment. So mm-hmm. I think it's important to kind of continue promoting sports as like including people. So I think that's important.
0: Yeah, definitely. That, that's something that we, uh, we hold, hold really dear to, to us. Whenever we get together, it's just it's it's just beautiful because you see all these different cultures, all these different ethnicities and backgrounds. The common thing that we have is just running, you know, running can like you said, it can it's it's a bridge just to break all those walls and accept everybody who for who they are and just relate, relate to each other with running. So
2: definitely I think and running being such an accessible sport, too yeah so easily available um you know you don't need anything fancy i mean yeah it's fun to have the nice shoes and everything but it's not necessary like we all started off with like you know janky like running shoes and then then we got like into the whole like culture of it and then you know wanted to be nike'd out and you know, whatever running gear we wanted to look nice, but you know, you all start from somewhere. Right. And it's, well, what other sport can you say you run on like the same, you know, track as a pro athlete, you know, it's like, you can't go to, you can't play a pickup game on an NBA court. Whereas, you know, you could run on a track that, you know, some pro athlete just trained on on like a Tuesday practice and you could be running there right next to them. So I think
1: that's, what's cool about it. A question we like to ask, you know, all our guests is, you know, what's some advice uh, we were talking about running um, that you would give to a person who wants to either start working out consistently or just running? Like, do you have any advice out there for the new workout or or runner?
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, I have a bunch of advice. (laughs) Uh, I think the biggest thing is just start small. A lot of people want to see results like right away, especially on social media. It's easy you'll look at my page and be like, Oh, that guy's got a six pack or whatever. And like, I want that by summertime. Right. And it's like, that's not going to happen. Right. You're, you know, if it does happen, you're going to burn out in like a month or two. Um, So I think the thing is start small um, whether it's working out, whether it's running, you know, just take a couple miles at a time, you know, don't, don't beat your body up and then just kind of stick with it. You know, consistency is key. Um, start small and then you know slowly you'll be able to build up that endurance that stamina um, and that and continue building on the consistency too i think that's really important
1: like you mentioned earlier about your um i guess your routine like you, yeah. you do certain workouts on a certain day and i think having a routine helps too because yeah. once you get into that mode and you're not doing it it's almost like you're like, man, this doesn't feel right that I'm not I'm sure running off. or working out today. Yeah, so. man,
2: I, I have like a Google calendar that's got like my workout days on there. Nice. And I've got laughed at by my friends, you know? They're like, "What? why do you have that like penciled in? And I'm like, because it's important to me.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. so. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I do the same thing. I I don't have a Google calendar that I just track my, <laughs> my workouts, but in my head, I'm like, okay, well, today is going to be, Arms and chest. And then the following day is going to be legs and back, you know, helps me. I know Ed has his own regimen as well. But before we let you go, we we normally like playing this game called Rapid Fire Challenge. Go for it. (laughs) All right, cool. All right. So the first one is home gym or gym gym? Home gym. Respect. Yeah, Yeah, definitely.
1: Let's see warm weather or cold weather runs.
2: Oh, warm weather for sure.
1: Oh
0: man! Okay, so track or distance running? Distance
2: running.
1: Um, sunrise or sunset runs?
2: Ooh. Runs. Um, I'd say sunrise runs, but I'm more okay. of a sunset person. True. It runs. I'm down for the sun, sunrise.
0: <laughs> nice. Uh, how about this? Uh, music or no music? Music. All right. What are you listening on?
2: Ooh, on runs? Yeah. I've been into, um, do you guys know Rod Wave?
0: I haven't heard any of his music, but I've heard of that artist. Yeah.
2: He doesn't consider himself like emo rap, but I kind of consider it like emo rap where it's like not too hype and not too slow. So it kind of gets you in the nice like rhythm when you're running. Oh, so sweet. That,
1: gotta, yeah. gotta look that up.
2: Yeah.
0: And we have one more Nike, Adidas, or A6. <laughs>
2: Oh, man. You knew, you already know the answer. <laughs> I, know, <right? laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know why we asked that one.
2: <laughs> First one, Nike.
0: <laughs> yeah, true.
2: The last last thing. So where
0: can the listeners find you?
2: Yeah, you can find me on IG at Cechungie underscore. That's my page. Um, and there's tons of content, like you said, on there. Working out, running. So definitely go check that out. Yeah. And you can find me on Strava as well.
0: am i following
2: you i think i'm following you you. yeah i think it's i don't know what the username is on strava but i have i have a link in my bio to all that stuff so everything you need in there yeah you can also find them by the feed man that's where i get all my morning stuff Yeah, that stuff's expensive.
1: You, you can find them on the Nike website, too. You just do a search for Vaporfly. <laughs> and scroll down to the bottom. You'll see them there, too. Yeah.
2: I don't know if I got replaced recently, though. I might have.
0: <laughs> oh, man, you got to get your throne back, bro. I haven't no. seen your face. Yeah. <laughs> or his legs. Those
2: are his legs <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> this, I might be this. on the Aeroswift page, though, on the half tights. So, I don't know, one or the other. <laughs> yeah. Sweet, sweet.
0: All <laughs> right, so thank you, Chris. Thank you so much. Yes. Oh, it, this was a pleasure talking to you uh we wish you the best in everything we're gonna definitely keep in touch though right for sure we yeah, gotta visit me, uh, new york for sure yeah, come to virginia
1: beach bro Downtown. Yeah, we
0: we're actually from Virginia. I didn't I don't think that ever meant we made oh
1: yeah
2: yeah, podcast. yeah yeah um, I gotta come down sometime.
0: Yeah if you like, want to run a, by a, the beach. trip though that is a trip, man. But I mean we'll we'll come up. I mean too. I like going to New York. Yeah. New York is a yeah. cool place. I mean if you
2: guys ever come up or if I'm ever down there, I definitely like hit you guys up.
0: Sweet. So please remember to subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast and follow us on all social media platforms. Thanks for listening to the Spark podcast, and we will check you guys on the next episode. Peace, peace, peace.
2: you guys.